Welcome back, everyone, to the Water Cooler Podcast. Joining me, as always, for this adventure that we're going on, the Faded and the Furious Adventure, Natalie from Stoned and Social, how are you doing today? I can't even put into words how I'm doing today. Like, if this is a fucking journey, Marley, I don't want a seatbelt. This movie made me not want a seatbelt. I'm excited. I am very excited, too. This is, uh, today we'll be talking about Tokyo Drift, the third installment in the franchise. But before we get into that, I got a little news update. Uh, Natalie, uh, so as our local Chet correspondent, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, or international Chet correspondent, I don't want to, I don't want to derail you. Chet Hanks, what an animal, isn't he? What an animal. I think he's living the life that a lot of us wish we could. Definitely. Respect, you don't know. So, so I feel like we have to talk about like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. his Instagram post. It's mm. been it's been a while since um this came back uh, since we did like our recording. So much has happened in the Chet universe. Yeah, Natalie, do you want to explain like? What he actually posted. I really like the thing is, I wish I understood it more because I feel like if you know Chet at all, one minute in Chet time is like seconds for us. Like everything happens for him so quickly. And so he's done a lot since we were last on. He's worked out. He's filmed some girls working out. He's. Was that what you call working out now? Yeah, he's got a, he's got a, this is his, this is his white boy summer routine. He's, he's on it. But more importantly, he admitted a secret that I think you and I, like, we're, we're ready for it. This white boy summer 2051. Mm-hmm. Right. I would love to see Tom Hanks do this. Yes, definitely. He posted <laughs> the most absurd. <laughs> sure. I like how it's, he said it's coming out in 2051. His dad's probably dead at the point. He's like, <laughs> I love you, Tom Hanks, but you're not going to be a hundred. Like, I'm sorry. Bless his soul. Bless his soul. I know we're, we're yeah. using that. In, yeah. I'd hate to take credit for that. Tom Hanks as Chet mm-hmm. during the 24 mm-hmm. hour pod. But it just felt so good that he actually like acknowledged us. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was the one. in That, that. was us. Yeah. He was in the chat room and he was like, no, what? Absolutely. I'm going to. I'm going to birth this into existence. <laughs> Just like Tom <laughs> Hanks did. <laughs> what do you think Tom Hanks said when he, like when he finished to create Chet? <laughs> I, I like to think that Tom Hanks didn't realize he was like finishing creating Chet and he just was like thin. He was just like totally done. He's definitely the mistake. Definitely. Yes. He was like, he's oops, the- I forgot to pull out. <laughs> yeah, he's the, wait, I thought I had a vasectomy. <laughs> he, oh like, Chet seems like the kind of sperm that would, that would, like, just booty talk its way, busha, 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 through <laughs> any, <laughs> any sort of procedure, especially a vasectomy. I yeah. like, I, I'm going to call Chet the vasectomy baby. Uh, right. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, a really good title to have. If you're Chet, probably the best title he's had in a while. So I don't, I don't want to get too far away from before (laughs) we get into this, but I do because you've again you've blessed me with an amazing Chet update. I have to give you our hashtag Nick Cage update. You know, I'm always looking out for Nick Cage for you. Yeah, and and I'm always looking out for Chet for you. I just wanted to know. Did you know that apparently it's it's some kind of thing that people are messing around with on the web? Like, you know what? Nick Cage is a leather daddy. Wait, what? <laughs> They've gone through a lot of Nick Cage's movies and seen all the things he wears. And they have surmised that he is a secret leather daddy. And this is the greatest. Like, I could become a Nick Cage fan because... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think it's important we let people know we're stoned. So yeah, I, take take that with a grain of salt. Well, we're faded and we're furious. We're faded and furious. And yeah, so like once I saw these pictures of his his leather daddy examples, I was like, right, yeah. You you guys are you guys are convincing me. Yeah, I, I'd like to no, I, I I could totally see it. I can totally see Nick Cage in the gimp. And Gimp outfit from Pulp Fiction. Uh, that, that might actually been been him. That was him. That, that was, was one of to- his first roles. This is totally him. He 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 totally had the Tom Hardy approach of of acting in in movies where he's oh, yeah. always wearing a mask. Of course, of course, and yeah. it would be a very Nick Cage thing to do. So I just I just wanted to give you that update because. Like I said, you look out for me with chat. I got Nick for you. Yeah. One more thing that I noticed like on your stories over uh-huh, the past. Uh-huh. Um, so th- this Aaron Carter. <laughs> <laughs> this Aaron Carter thing. Oh, gosh. Uh, you, I didn't know you were going to put can, me on this. Can you give me <sighs> some updates? <laughs> okay. Like I kind of embarrassed by like, okay, for me, Aaron Carter is... Don't do that to Aaron. (laughs) Sorry about that, Aaron. Damn. That was terrible. This is why he's the way he is. (laughs) So Aaron Carter is pretty much like a budget Chet Hanks for me. Like he's he's like the backstreets Chet Hanks. So I love that I can see these like famous people who just can't cope with like someone being more famous in their family. And like Aaron Carter is that for me. And so he was, he was on a, he was on a live and I hopped in. I was one, I was number two in and he was actually talking for a little bit, but then he decided to just get in his car and drive in the middle of the desert. He looked like he was, he looked like he was like outside of Palm Springs or somewhere, but he wouldn't tell anyone. And it was like a 1950s car and he was just speeding through the desert. And at one point I just typed like, Aaron, this is not going to end well. So he's also like, a famous train wreck that I like to watch like Chet. I, I would like to imagine he was just doing a drug deal and he was just Instagramming, Instagram living. Like he's just like, he's been through a lot that kid. And so um, I was just like, why is he doing this? Cause he, I think he also was doing OnlyFans. He, he's a whole oh, Chet man. for me. Like when I get bored with Chet, I go see what Aaron <laughs> Carter's doing. Oh, is that, I, I don't even know if that's like an upgrade or a downgrade. <laughs> I don't either. Like, no, it's a lateral <laughs> move. It's a lateral move. I know that. Right. <laughs> Poor Aaron. Well, speaking of lateral moves, let's get to this. Right. Let's do yeah. it. Let's get into this. Faded and the Furious Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Drifting. What do you mean, drift? The cars are lighter. The tires are slick. When you drift, if you ain't out of control, you ain't in control. Natalie, I think I just transported to Tokyo, Japan. In the, it felt like it, didn't it? Yeah, it just... Uh, I love this movie so much. First, first of all, let's get into... The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift came out in 2006, June 16th. 2006 has a runtime of an hour and 44 minutes an overall budget of 85 million dollars and grossed 62 million dollars domestically but 158 million worldwide like this movie obviously did well overseas yeah Uh i think this movie if i'm remembering correctly this is one of the first movies that started the whole let's make our movies in like overseas and appeal Mm -hmm. to those markets yeah but I love this movie. Justin Lin, the director of this movie, he's like, he, he hasn't made very many films. Like he's, he's directed a few episodes of Community and like he's done pretty much the Fast and Furious movies. Like this is his first one. I just love this man. Like more, more than ever, I would do anything to work with him. I think what he <laughs> does with characters in this film. Oh, yes. Like, it, it's like, so... Well- it, well, <laughs> not the female characters, not so much. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just Thank greeting you. Them as objects. Like Thank that you. Just, I love you for that. Yes. That's very problematic. Like the, we will, we will get to that. Like, yeah. Don't we'll, worry. We'll get into it. But we'll I, get into that. What I appreciate about this is that not everyone, hardly anyone in this movie, gets like 
like a lot of screen time. It's very spread out. It's very equal, uh, equal time. Like, but backtracking what I said before, except for the women, but, but, <laughs> but we I, got abundant eye candy. Like what do we need speaking lines for? Give us boobs, butt and legs. That's it. But I, I feel like it's done a little bit more classier in, in this film mm-hmm. compared to the first two films. Like this is like, if this were, I always compare, I'm not trying to be, I got to be careful of a way to say this, but, <laughs> but uh, it, it's kind of like the, the, the raid redemption a little bit. Mm. If I were to compare like the first two movies, like those two movies are like Chet movies. this is what chet would be into but yeah tokyo drift is where the film fans like it's it's for the film fans i love the way this movie shot too it looks so good yeah but i'm going on i'm going on and on just because i love this movie so much it's beautiful the thing is, it's it is like even though it's not my favorite of the franchise, I respect everything that it did to what I would honestly say level up. Like it totally took Fast and Furious in my mind from being like, yeah, it was cheesy. You know, who cares what the storyline is? Let's just blow up cars and land them on things. To hey guys, there's kind of a storyline going on, and these people might have backstories. We're not going to flesh them out, but just know that they have backstory. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, hate to uh, put, sit you through this like movie that we watched, not together, but but you know what I mean. No Paul Walker. This I is know. like the bless first him. film without bless everyone soul, in, the, in the cast. Yeah, bless nope. his soul. I don't know what they were thinking. I realized it was nice to see, to see it overseas. It was nice to see new characters, but I wish there had been one link besides the, the one Vin link Diesel. Here, the, yeah. yeah. The one the cameo. Yeah. What what cameo are you are referring to? Vin Diesel in the movie. At the at the end. At the end, yeah. Like Yeah. How like and, when you first saw that in the theaters and that, that reveal, did you scream? I'm gonna be honest with you. I actually didn't sit through this whole one when I went to see it. <gasps> oh my god. I know. My heart breaks. I know. Blasphemy. I know. I didn't sit through it. I remember that I had like gotten off of work and I really wanted to see it. And I thought, this is boring. And I think, yeah, if you're 19 or 20 and you're trying to be like, oh, this isn't like the other two. Yes. But now that I'm older, I respect Tokyo Drift so much. See, I, I can. I respect that. I respect that answer. I'm a little disappointed, but I respect <laughs> it. But uh, I'm is, disappointed. Is that like when this movie came out? Like, I, that's why I think this movie is where a lot of fans kind of jump ship because mm-hmm. they're like the mm-hmm. first two movies are very car centric and very. Yep. If you're into street racing and you are like this, like a big car guy, you love the first two movies. This is the first one. Like, yeah, there's cars in it. But, but that's not the story. It's not. It's not the story. The characters are the focus, which is why mm-hmm. I love it because I love films and TV shows with really well crafted characters and just like I was on the edge of my seat, like watching this, like again. So, but yeah, I'm getting very excited here. <laughs> I'm I'm excited by your your excitement for this because, like I said, I've seen it before. I watched it uh, last night. I've seen it a few times on TV and with some friends, but I keep forgetting just like it is a good, like it is a good step up. And I like what it shows that the, it's kind of like foreshadowing for the rest of the franchise. Like, look, we can, we can tell a story, give us a chance and we'll do it. Um, And so I love that. I love that about this. I I also, since we're talking about things that we love, I'll talk about the one character in this movie that, I don't care about anyone else in this <laughs> film. Uh, it's three letter. It's three letter name. Three letter name. Oh God! Han. Please, please. Han. <laughs> we heart Han, don't I, we? I heart Han so much. He's so nice. Like yeah. he doesn't have to let the like this the main guy, the main like totally dumb white boy. Like <laughs> no, uh, no. Like he doesn't have to let him drive his car but he totally does and he wrecks it on his first he, on his first go around like yeah. it's 
Han is, you know, we were talking about, I love Han in this movie, and we were talking about the problematic pieces. As much as I love Han in this movie, he's kind of a problematic piece for me. It's, he, you know, he's the Mr. Miyagi of all of this. He Mm -hmm. teaches our, I'm using air quotes, main character, um, Sean, Sean Boswell, terrible name, (laughs) um, teaching the, him about not this. worse than roman pierce i mean yeah i what makes it worse is that sean is clearly 30 when he's supposed to be a 17 year old yeah <laughs> that's another that's another problem like really like i understand you didn't want to get paul walker in there because paul walker bless his soul i don't think he could fit next to a bunch of these asian actors it, it's mm. i feel like he's too white yeah like i feel yeah. like this new guy like i i actually like this this guy i think he he does a really good job i feel like he kind of has like the perfect blend of like whiteness and and asian <laughs> oh he's not yeah. trying to be racist no, but it's like but like so yeah i don't know i i wasn't a fan of sean boswell i looked the actor up to see how old he was during this and he was 24 so i felt like i wasn't too far off but I I wanted to see why Paul Walker and Vin Diesel weren't in this because I was like, this movie is lacking something. This link I'm talking about back to the other movies. Paul Walker actually wasn't asked to return because the studio felt he was too old. Hmm. And I was like, but then, but then you chose this 30 year old dude (laughs) looking dude. Right. And so I was like, all right, so that's why they didn't have him in that. And Vin Diesel, actually, the whole reason he made the cameo, he wasn't going to make it at first, but he changed his mind because he made a deal with Universal Pictures. And do you want to know what this fucking crafty deal is? What? what, What's like, like, this is a very strange deal. So for the cameo, for his cameo in Tokyo Drift, Vin Diesel wanted Universal to give him the theatrical rights to the character of Riddick. What? I, this is, I'm glad you brought this up because this is perfect. Like, it's a, it's a perfect uh, link from the last episode. Like, he turned down Too Fast, Too Furious because mm-hmm. he wanted to do Riddick. <laughs> so, and then he wanted the rights to this. R- right. It's Vin Diesel... I know you so met he, him, but he's no, he's, he's an a, idiot. He's a confusing he's an idiot. man. He's a confusing yeah. man. Like I think he shot too many of these stunts. So, so he didn't receive a penny for that cameo. All he did was get the rights to the character of Riddick. And I like to think that he thinks he's making out like a bandit, but Universal Pictures is like, we didn't even pay him. He can have the rights to Riddick. Right. I wonder. The money that he made on Riddick is probably about the same amount of money he probably would have earned for that little cameo, that little 10 second cameo. Well, the thing is, it wasn't even going to be a cameo. They wanted him fully in it. And then he was like, no. And they're like, can you do a cameo? And he was like, "Okay, fine. But this is what I want for the cameo. Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, I'm just (laughs) drifting out here in Tokyo. (laughs) Yeah. Can we talk about how this makes sense? How the hell Dominic Toretto is in Tokyo after being kind of a where does this take place in the in the timeline of is this before uh Paul Walker bless his soul or after I think this is after mm. uh, no it would make sense if it was before because uh, <sighs> then because yeah I'm trying to think <laughs> it's like because <laughs> because I don't want. I, I've been trying to avoid this in, this entire time because Han <laughs> dies, like in this film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's rough. It's very rough. rough. Uh, but very they bounce back. They yeah. they they don't lose. They don't lose any sleep. They don't lose any tears. Zachary Ty Bryan from freaking Home Improvement is just a throwaway in the beginning of this and the characters don't miss him either. Like right. nothing, no one misses anyone. Like the I wanted in, pe- Home Improvement dude is is for the dad, right? That is that he, No, he's the he's the guy that's racing Sean Boswell. He's the oh, high school oh yeah. kid. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Um, yeah, I never watched Home Improvement as a kid. It's not, it's not, <laughs> You're not missing anything. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think I was. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> Speaking of like, you're talking about problematic characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you, do you want to talk, talk about a little bit more about those? 
Right. Yeah, the the film really plays into some unfortunate tropes that are extremely dated by our standards now. Like mm-hmm. like you said, the, the female characters are prizes to be won and they are comfortable with that. Um, like this happens over and over and over again in this movie. Sean is like just on some mission to save some girl but or save something, but he doesn't really know what. And... Twinkie, who is played by Lo Bow Wow, formerly Lo Bow Wow. He's Bow Wow now. Yeah, because he's not little anymore. He's not little. Um, It's, you know, he's the only black character. He's selling black market stuff. Like, it's it's not a good look, Tokyo Dream. No, it's not. (laughs) That's Mm. all he's doing, right? Like, he doesn't street Mm. race or anything like that. No, no, no. I like that. But he has a cool car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole car. But yeah. but the, the 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 problem I have with him is that like he doesn't drift or he doesn't street race, but his I character is telling Sean how to how, drift, how to do shit. Yeah, I'm like you don't you can't do it yourself. It's like yeah. you expect him to do it. It's just like I don't know. It's uh yeah, I, I like Bow Wow in this because it just. What this movie reminds me of, it just reminds me of 2006. It's very nostalgic. This is very, very nostalgic. I saw MC Hammer posters in the Tokyo airport. Did you peep those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, very. Yeah, was very this before heavy his uh, bankruptcy? Mm, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> he was in this and it all went downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, he made, was, up, he made up better than Ja Rule. Because <laughs> Daryl don't have anything. <laughs> True, um, he's got fire fest. Oh man, what if what if MC Hammer is in Fast and Furious Nine alongside? I wouldn't even care, Tyrese. <laughs> I wouldn't even care. Like, I, just, I wouldn't even. I want. I want to birth that into existence. I think what I learned the most about this film is it taught me when a guy really loves you, he will really win to race your heart. And possibly cause vehicular manslaughter. Yes. <laughs> and he's willing to really Miyagi his you. way through the yeah. Tokyo through the mm-hmm. Tokyo streets. Uh, can we talk about, since the main title of this is Tokyo Drift, like what mm-hmm. do we think of like the drifting scenes? Oh so amazing. They're so good. So and good. When I when this first came out and I, I was like, Tokyo Drift, this is cool. This is a new concept. And I know we we always talk about like the racing scenes and how they're shot. Mm-hmm. Like this puts all the put puts the oh. scenes they shot before to shame. Shame. It's it's shame. like it's like a dance. It's like a fight scene. It's I, beautiful. It it shot so well. I love the like that the drift chase scene where they're like firing guns and they're like mm-hmm. they flip it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so yeah. good. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. I for me it felt like I think I wrote in my notes that it really felt like you were you were in the car. The the car sounds were fuller, they were sexier. The way things were shot were just I think for me I felt like it had much more flow in the driving scenes compared to the other ones. It didn't feel cheesy and they didn't need to do that shit where they had to show us where NOS comes from or anything. We still got the cars. Like it was, I loved how the races and the cars were shot in this. I thought it was just so much better. Right. There's no like random CG animation. Like this movie does no CG. No, I I don't think so. If I can recall, Uh, no CG animation of like, here's the car being tracked. Let's let's no. let's spend let's spend fifteen million dollars on this fifteen second animation. Oh, they tried. They tried. I do want to just add as a side note that this this came out and then Cars the movie came out the same year later that summer. So I think you had to make some tough choices in two thousand and six. Were you going to see? Like I bet there are not many people who saw both Tokyo yeah. Drift and Cars. Yeah, I I don't think so either. I think those are two different markets. But Cars yeah. Two, on the other th- on the other hand, I think that <laughs> it's probably this. I think the same people are probably watching both films. Yeah, because they're yeah. well, mainly because it it takes place in Tokyo. But can, can we just talk about how beautiful Tokyo is? Oh, I it's it's just oh. it's one of the places that I want to vi- like visit. Like once we can travel again, it's so 
it's it's so yeah. beautiful and the way this movie shot it just makes me just want to like it feels like i'm there but it feels like i could just hop right in yeah yeah it's it's good i mean for me i i've i've been to tokyo and as soon as i saw it i was like oh my god i think this was shot in tokyo and it's the first it's actually the first thing i looked up about this movie mm-hmm. i was like this looks like it was really shot there and it does justice to the city and for me I really like all of the overhead shots of the city that they worked in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love like the, the, the ending scene, the race of, mm-hmm. of, uh, of the Tokyo Hills. And just like, can, can we talk about how tense that is? Like, I know, oh, the, like, the, yes. I know the stakes are dumb because he's, they're racing for a girl <laughs> and it's like a, she's an object. So yeah. let's, let's put that aside. Just like we, we've acknowledged yeah. it, but yeah. that race, it, it, it felt it felt so badass. It felt like he was taking down the final boss in like a video game. You know, for me, it made me when I was watching it last night and, you know, I haven't seen this a lot, but I have seen it. But again, I've just forgotten some stuff. And when I saw this race, I felt so bad that I had ever left. I was like, oh, I wish I had seen this in the theater. Like this would have been cool to see. Yeah. Like on, on the big screen, it's, mm-hmm. it just, it looks so beautiful and pretty on my giant TV on Blu-ray, 60, 60 frames, yep. HDR. It's so it's but I know like seeing it on IMAX would have been way better. I know you bought your copy, but like, I'm going to say it like I stole this. Would you uh, steal a car? You wouldn't steal a car. I loved when those were in the movies. Yeah, I was like, whoa. I mean, if a car was in my house and had keys in it, then yeah, maybe. Right, exactly. <laughs> Especially if Paul Walker was egging you on and saying, hey, you got, you got to steal this. I just stole yeah. this DVD player. We can watch this movie on the way. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, why did you guys make this so hard to find? Because I almost feel like they were like, who wants to see Tokyo Drift anyway? Right. I actually just bought this like on on Google Play for like three ninety nine. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. It, it wasn't like that bad. But I just I was like, no, it's that's two thousand and six money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched this on like on on Amazon Prime Instant Video, but I know Amazon is uh, it hurts mm-hmm. your soul a little bit. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think the rest of these films you can we can watch on on that. Yeah, so. I think uh, so too. Yeah, but. I don't know. We don't we don't condone people stealing. No. If it's, no. it's if it's convenient to you, then <laughs> then do it. <laughs> yeah, then do it. <laughs> Especially like I always had like this this rule like like if I already bought it, I'm going to pirate it because I want yeah. the digital copy. Cuz yeah. it's just it's just and we we know you we know you Natalie that you're just going <laughs> to buy this film like later. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I don't have my receipt for tax purposes. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I I don't like how Sean all of a sudden learns to speak basic Japanese in this film. The timeline is shaky on how long all of this transpired. I really, they're 17, so I feel like this all happened in like a week. <laughs> yeah, I, it makes it seem like it does. Because he, like, he, Sean... Going back to the beginning of this film, I know we're kind of all over the place, but we're stoned. We're stoned. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're, we're faded. We're faded and furious. So Sean, like at the beginning of this, he's he's street racing. He's being a hood, hoodlum, uh, <laughs> and, and he gets, he gets caught and he he gets expelled from school. And like his parents send him like overseas because he's he's been <laughs> yeah. through, he's been through so many schools. So it's like you're going to live with your father yep. in Tokyo. And I'm like, if I'm if I'm Sean, <laughs> I, I'd be sweet. like, cool. <laughs> it's like I don't want to be in America. Yeah. Thank you, but also. Dad is in the Navy, goddammit. If you do not get that in this movie, like, <laughs> they are so heavy-handed with letting us know his right. dad is military. Right. I, well, I noticed that, like, a little bit. The only thing that I noticed is, like, just his lines of dialogue of him, like, w- like when he finds out that he's street racing, he gets oh, yeah. so mad. He's just like, he's like, I'm sending you back to your mother. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like... 
Yeah, I'm like, have you seen mom? I don't think we want to send her, send him back. Like, I, I think that's why he's here. Who knows what she was trying to trade for him? But yeah, it's, you know, his dad was really just a prop character for me. He served a very specific purpose. And yeah, right. so he did that well. I wasn't yeah. super impressed. Yeah, uh, but going back to like what I said is like what Justin Lin has done with the characters is like mm-hmm. he he has them on screen for what they have to do and they're not there <laughs> any 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 longer. I feel like mm-hmm. in the first two films, like his dad would be a main character. Like it's like yeah. he's tra- fighting yeah. for his acceptance, and I'm just like I'm just like you don't need that. You just need yeah. Some yeah, you really just you really just need another car to crash and some girls. Like you're good, yeah. Sean. Exactly. Stop and get some sushi. You'll be good. Like, mm-hmm. D- did you notice like any like Pepsi products? Oh my god! Yes. yes. Uh, did you notice? Uh, did you notice the exact same one that I noticed? Um, I saw more than one. I oh, saw Nike did? and Pepsi and HMV and Kieran beer. Oh wow! So I, I saw a few things. So. I, I seen the it was like the new Pepsi flavor that summer. It was like Pepsi Lime or whatever mm. it, was, it was. It was in the sitting in the vending machine because it's in Japan. Yeah. And I, everything. I was like every vending machine ever. Yeah. Right. I was like, yes, yes. I just, I'm still thinking about the races and the way this was shot because that was more captivating than anything. They had synchronized drifting in here. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, it's going back to like what I said before is that like, the first two films, like they filmed it like a street race, but this is like a dance sequence. Like they're dancing with mm-hmm. like their with their with the prota- the antagonist and the protagonist. It's like it, it's or it could like be like a fight scene. Like I could see it like oh. kind of like the Karate Kid. Like this is like it could be. So yeah. good. I sent you my favorite my favorite drifting scene in the whole movie, which is just my favorite scene in the movie, and I'm sure you you know this scene. It's when he's Han is in the car and he's driving around in a circle around those girls mm-hmm. for no particular reason. He's just trying to, to show get their up. phone number. Yeah, yeah. he got a phone <laughs> number. It works. It yeah. works. Well, uh, uh, um, I would give Han my phone number, but that's just <laughs> <laughs> you would. You would. I'd be like, I hey, you want to hang out on my car? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like Han would be cool to get stoned with. Like, I feel like Han would be fucking chill to get stoned with. Yeah, I think so. You should, you should invite him on your show. Stone <laughs> Come get stoned and social. We saw you in Tokyo Drift. Right. And uh, <laughs> and the other movie that we, we we should mention that this is Han is actually a character from Justin Lin's first film. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it uh, Better Luck Tomorrow? Yeah, Better Luck Tomorrow. I, I haven't seen it. In a really long time, but have have you seen it recently? Mm, no, I haven't seen it in quite a while either. Mm. I just think but that's, I, I that's just cool. think that's cool that this is Justin Wynn's first Fast and Furious movie, and he just is like, no, I'm just going to take characters from my first feature film and just in, insert them into this because <laughs> I, I think it will just I think it makes sense, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just. It, I keep going back to this, but characters, characters, characters. Like Justin Lin is so good with like ensemble casts and like just yeah. I'm repeating myself, was, but I just love this film so much. Was this giving you some anime vibes? Yes, most definitely. This is like the, yeah. I, I feel like this is the start of like their anime, like kind of like yeah. a anime vibes. Through like this is not the first and only time. The rest of these films, if I remember correctly, dip in, gives, that. yeah, dip in a lot of the anime. But yeah, I couldn't really think of any like cheesy lines like in this. Like I was oh, just captivated with oh, like I the did. scenes and the characters. But I found one. You did. I know. Okay. I know you're giving Justin Lin a lot of credit for this, and I I know. Like, but well, the I'm original biased, so. the the original screenplay was actually written by Chris Morgan, who is the person who wrote Wanted. So, mm-hmm. if you keep that in mind with this, it looks very much similar in how it's it's written. Like it's like it's shot almost. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Wanted that much. No, like, I'm I'm not either. I'm yeah. not either. Which is why when I read it, I was like, oh, just but just did it better. Someone else, you let right. someone else do it. And, <laughs> well. I think this is like the start of Justin Lin and Chris Morgan, mm-hmm. like like their 
love relationship in Hollywood because the first two films weren't written by Chris Morgan, if I if I'm correct, right? No, no, I don't think they were. So this is Chris Morgan just saying, "No, we're just going to take over, and this shit is going to go off the walls." This is how we're going to do it. Like I, yeah, I I did I did hear a cheesy line and. I consider a, like the bad worst line one that just makes me like pause it or like rewind it. So I had to rewind it. And this is when DK, the drifting king. Oh, this Takashi, is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> says, stay away from her. The only thing you'll find yourself driving is a wheelchair. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so like, messed it's up. So bad. It's, it's so bad. So r- bad. Like, <sighs> god that's a it also this also feels like a greece movie to me like if japan tried to do greece i feel like this is what it was like there was a lot of leather jackets speaking that's why i brought in leather leather daddy nick cage earlier it it made me think about it i was like man there's a lot of leather and there seems like there's a lot of like west side story uh greece sort of fighting here Um, the the antagonist in this in this movie which i think is also very problematic too (laughs) Is that mm. almost every single Asian person in this is a bad guy except for Hong? Yeah, it's yeah. like, and uh, even then, we know he's bad. We just don't know what he did. Yeah, ex- exactly. And uh, I, I thought it was funny that the main antagonist that he can't drive a car unless he has like his <laughs> tank top on. He's yeah. just like, I'm just gonna rip it off. He's always wearing gonna... it. He's always wearing it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. I, I think. It, I think it's good, especially for like like Asian Asian actors to kind of have like that sort of bad boy kind of like look to them just because mm-hmm. they're like Asians in, in cinema, like they're very much typecast as like the oh, nerd, yeah. the I'm really good at math. And mm-hmm. it, it's really cool that uh, the they antagonist just... in this is just like, he's just like a bad boy and just like, that's it. Kind of, did you get a little bit of rape vibes too? With, with like, <laughs> oh, yeah. With, with I got domestic, that- you know, trigger warning, like domestic violence, like vibes all over. Like, there's yeah. some DV stuff happening. He, like, again, these kids are 17, but I'm like, no, these, these are 25 year olds who are just bored with their lives in Tokyo. Like, yeah. This is not- <laughs> a 17 year old would not, like, they're too inexperienced for. I- <laughs> I really hate how this girl flip flops between Sean and DK. Like mm. she makes things worse. I feel like, and I'm pretty sure we never see this actress again. Well, not that we know of. Maybe in yeah, Fast and I, Furious Nine or Ten. No, stop. No, don't don't even tease her. I, like, I would like to see time. them return, especially Sean. I think. Sh- I think. Like, I think Sean is coming back. I think so too. I I haven't watched much of the trailers for the new one, so I've only seen that first one. With uh, should yeah. should we, should should we reveal no, it? No, oh, no, we no, won't. we should wait. Okay, okay mm-hmm. we should wait. We're uh, wait. But yeah, but yeah, I think he might be back for nine because I thought I saw him in Instagram like talking about something for Fast Nine, mm-hmm. and so like I'm okay with Sean coming back. It's whatever. I hope he still not a hillbilly the way he was in this i hope they tone that shit down yeah but, like a dumbass hill, hillbilly like can't have yeah. like the Amer- white american like be smarter than the yeah the, 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 the asian people but and the asian people yeah. and we were we were talking about product placement and i did find something for my for my munchie for this movie that i'm gonna try right now okay if you are listening you know that you can look at the hashtag faded and furious and see what we are up to this is in my story oh I'm trying to open this okay it's gonna get scissors there wasn't like it was really hard to find snacks and the only thing i saw <laughs> was a bottle of tabasco sauce on sean's dad's table <laughs> in his terrible little tiny japan house yeah and so i got tabasco pork rinds i got spicy sweet and hot pork rinds that sounds amazing right now i'm just uh mm. i i'm, I'm kind of basic i just i just have like a drink uh, it's not it has nothing to do with tokyo drift but just That's i'm okay. just drinking an arizona green tea they, they drink green tea in, in J- Japan, right? Yep. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. That works. Yeah, I, but 
I couldn't really, it was hard for me to find like a lot of product placement and just snacks in this just because I was just so captivated with like how this was shot. It was shot do you in think, such a beautiful way. Do you think there was less of it because of how it was directed because it was less cheesy so it didn't need as many, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I definitely have, there's different vibes that, that I got from this. Like I, like the first two films that we watched, like it was super easy to watch Stone mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. it was just ridiculous. But the, the watching this stoned, I was just like, you know what? Like I, I zoned out. Pay, yeah, I, I, yeah I, was like, I was like, I gotta get in the zone and watch this. Like, right? It was yeah. good. Yeah, it's, I, it's so good. But I like seeing Sean learn all of these after school lessons about compromise and teamwork and drifting and accountability and black market sales and illegal gambling. Like he got a lot of life lessons out there in Tokyo. Yeah, in a week, he learned a lot in a week. <laughs> I guess that's just like a metaphor for Japan. It just moves like moves you, so fast. You, you, they live life in the fast lane out there. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> I don't know where they were driving, where they were getting up to 187 uh, kilometers. Because I was like, where the fuck would this be in Japan? Where would you have this space with no traffic? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think just I, I love that you said that it said 187 kilometers an hour i like that they just went into that they're just mm-hmm. like you know what we're, fuck you american <laughs> we're, we're doing gonna, this we're, go- we're, we're going all in yeah i bet you would have like the like the original like fast and furious people like what's this kilometers mean i want to see how fast hmm. they're going <laughs> looking this up yeah right. it was <laughs> i don't know why they showed it like if you if you want to know, this is about 116 miles per hour. Um, right. So, thank I you don't for know. that it was, conversion rate. <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> you're very welcome. Yeah. They they did do something I really liked. They snuck in family at the end. Like I jumped up. I was like, ah, family. Like <laughs> right. That's the start of it. Like like I said, Chris Morgan. Yep. Yeah. He's, he's retconning this entire series with one movie. It's it, it's. Like I have so much respect for that for that duo. I think more respect than Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Wow, and really? I, and I, I, I and I love those two too. But this is I liked what I liked about Tokyo Drift is that I get a lot of hate for this because, like I said, there's a lot of fans of like the first two films because they're huge car guys. Me, but I respect that Justin Lin and Chris Morgan basically they saw potential to do whatever they mm-hmm. wanted. And the studio actually let them do it. And you don't yeah. get that a lot in Hollywood. And I, that's why I respect Tokyo Drift so much, because it's the start of something that creator started. Like, yeah, these movies made a lot of money, like, later on. Like, they're it's like a billion-dollar franchise, and they're making... They're basically six. making... Six billion. Yeah, six billion. <laughs> a six billion-dollar franchise. Mm-hmm. But it, it basically started because two guys just wanted to be creative. I think that's super cool. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Like it's it's definitely like I said, it's a it's a total step in the right direction, and I think this was a good indicator for like, hey guys, pay attention to these films. Like this, you said people don't really let other people get their ideas out like this in Hollywood, and this really felt like an admirer of the Fast and Furious that had already happened. It felt like someone who did appreciate what it was, but was like, let me just. Let me just class it up a little bit. Yeah, let me do it the right way. It's like, <laughs> bless, bless it your wrong. souls. Uh, is it F. Scott, Gary F. Scott, mm-hmm. the, the first director? Bless mm-hmm. his soul. And I think he actually comes back to di- to direct later films, but. He does, yes. Yeah. Just Justin Lin, like, I respect you so much. So. <laughs> This should just be the Justin Lin podcast. <laughs> this is now the Justin Lin podcast. Every week we're just going to talk about how awesome Justin Lin is. Um, right. Do you have wait, you like, have you seen anything else that he's done besides like the the for his first film? Like you, I know we're huge community fans, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that he did some Star Trek beyond and some of true detective and so for me like i watched a little bit of star trek beyond and i watched a little bit of the second season of true detective but i didn't realize that was him i feel like to shine he really needs to have a movie yeah and fast and furious is his movie he's coming back for fast and furious 9 so excited 
Oh my gosh, and that's 10. awesome. He, he wants to, like, 10 is going to be the final one. Like, they're actually going to wrap it up. And he want, he said he wanted to do, like, a Peter mm-hmm. Jackson, like, oh, like, like uh, Two Towers and Return of the King. Just film them back to back. Yes. You know what I'm really excited about for, for this next one coming up? Because I can see it happening in this. Mm-hmm. The graphics are getting so much better. The long shots are getting so much better. Everything visually is just really really going in a good direction and so that is what's making me so excited about the new one fast nine like i know it's going to look phenomenal right yeah i'm and also your blessed soul will be back Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. returns in the next one right like that's the original cast again i believe so yes yeah like i guess we'll start wrapping up but talking about Mm -hmm. the next film i'm actually excited to watch the fourth one because i honestly don't I don't think I've seen it. I think I remember you saying that. Yeah, like, it, and if I did, I don't like. It's you totally forgettable. It I blacked <laughs> it out. Uh, so I'm actually excited to see like the story and see where they go, mm-hmm. uh, like off of this. So because this film, I I really love, and then the fourth one, and it's like, and then the Fast Five, like oh, Fast yeah. Five. I, I think we can oh. both agree that it's amazing. So I yeah, I'm always torn between Fast Five and Fast Six being my favorite. So I'm excited to watch them um, so close together now. J- just saying, I think we'll, we'll talk about this more. <laughs> is the naming the the naming for this film? Oh, God damn it! Yeah, so it's, it's not Fast Six. <laughs> the main title is actually say Furious Six. Oh, so they're not fast anymore. Nope. Nope. And then it was Furious 7. Like, they, they love, they love just, like, I again, they're fast and loose. They're fast and furious. They can do what they want and will still be here hanging on for the ride. They know that. And I don't think Fast and Furious 4 is even called Fast and Furious 4. I think it's just called nope. Fast and it's Furious. Fast and Furious. Yeah, they start shortening. <laughs> they they, they start just dropped the duh. <laughs> That's why now we're at F9, which I love because it kind of sounds like a car, you know, F9. Right. So I guess 10 is... Maybe if they're eight. if they're oh, cool. Wait, no, that's eight. No, Never I want it to be FX. <gasps> you need to birth this into existence. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, this is I, on my manifestation table where I do my meditation. Don't worry. Like, okay, I, don't I love, worry. I love this. The concept of just FX or FV. I think VMV. Oh, like, oh or, yeah. No, no, if no, it's no, FX, X. if it's if yeah. it's FX, then these films are going to be. On streaming cable? <laughs> no. Oh god! No, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking more of like Vin Diesel's going to say FXX oh. because triple X. That's oh. what <laughs> he's like. I don't. I don't. This is Vin Diesel talking. He's like, I. I don't have anything else in, in this <laughs> world besides triple X and fast. <laughs> 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 we're we're so, so this is stoned. what he gets for being out of the movie. Like when you get out of the movie, you get hazed. That's what happens. Right. Um so that's that's my bid for Fast 10. I'm calling it now FX is what I would call it. I'm going to tweet Justin Lin this. Trademark. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet just Justin Lin right now. Yes. I'm gonna and tweet Justin. I Lin. want the FX cable company to actually like go all in. We're like we're, we're funding this they movie. Can't this. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> don't don't yeah. don't badmouth FX. They've got a good. They got good shows. They got the mm. shows on Hulu. <laughs> I can't name them right now. <laughs> <laughs> they have some shows. Uh, Fargo. Oh yeah. Okay. It's yeah. gotten worse, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. So so I'm tweeting Justin Lin right now that this is my suggestion. Okay. All right. Uh, and we'll I'm see. I'll let you know it. if he gets back at some at some point. But yeah. Okay. All so right. that's what do you what do you think they should call it? F ten. I think FX is good. Okay. I really love the naming for the eighth one, just Fate of the Furious. But <laughs> I wanted them to spell it E I G H T. Fate. Because <laughs> oh, that's not like, a word. Because that's not a speak. word. I think that would be amazing. Wow. That'd be <laughs> but, so hilarious. Yeah, but I don't know. But we'll get to those when. When yeah, the we'll time get to comes. those. So this is what happens. Have we been rating these? I honestly forget if we've been rating mm, them. We were rating them jaw rules. Oh, you yeah. asked me how many jaw rules. How, so, so, <laughs> uh, so, um, I guess we should rate it like how many bow wows. 
in this movie. Okay. Yeah. I think every movie. Um, I mean, yeah, out of five Bow Wows, I'm giving this a solid three and a half. Like, definite. Like, for the graphics, I'll pump it up to a four. Yeah, I have to agree with you, but I think I'm going to bump up just a little bit more because I love this film Ooh. so much. So I'm going to say wow. four and a half Bow Wows. Is this your favorite of the series? This is it, isn't it? I I think it is. I think what we should do is that we should rank all of them by our personal preference by the end of this. But Don't worry, I'm keeping a tally. It's definitely up there. I love Fast Five so much. I think Fast Five just barely beats it. But this film, I know there's negative stuff in it <laughs> with like the whole female yeah. like characters. Yeah. But I, I I just turn my brain off for that and just like it's, I try. Yeah, to you it, can't so. take it serious. You can't take and, it serious. And it was a different time back then. Like, yeah, it was that shit flu. So yeah. you just got to remember, you're back in 2006 when you watch this. They get right. better, I promise. They yeah. get better. Oh man, the, the speaking of back in 2006 when we watched this, like the soundtrack, like I felt oh, like yeah. just like Ooh, right transported. Yeah, transported like right, like right into like 2006. Right at the time, it was so good. Like the music is it so good, great. and it flows. It makes the movie flow like very nicely. It's not like. Ludacris has a song and he wants to put it in this film. (laughs) But, but anyways, Natalie, thank you for getting faded and furious with me on this. Always. Where can people find you on the, on the internet? You can find me on Instagram with the number one cannabis podcast on the web, Stoned and Social. We are at Stoned and Social on Instagram, and we post new episodes every Wednesday at midnight Eastern Standard Time. And you can catch episode four of Faded and the Furious on Natalie's podcast next week. Mm -hmm. Be sure to watch Fast and Furious. I I have to state that. Fast and Furious. (laughs) before the next episode so you can watch along with us and just have a good time don't get confused this is the one from 2000 and uh 11 no is it 11 yeah maybe yeah 2011 so yeah (laughs) yeah natalie thank you so much yeah hey it's natalie from stoned and social and you just got faded and furious with us If you want to keep up with us in the fast lane, then make sure to check out my show, Stoned and Social, next week so that you can listen to our commentary on the next movie in the Fast and Furious series. And don't forget, namaste fast and fade it.